What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the His and Hers podcast. This is episode number 10. 10, y'all. 10. We're just playing around with it. So and today we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we actually wanted to expand on a topic that we already kind of briefly discussed a little bit a couple of weeks back when we were talking about conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh, but we really wanted to circle back to dia yeah so we had a lot of questions actually and a lot of comments in regards to the conspiracy theory with dia and we actually you know we live here in denver we're at dia quite often we've flown through there quite a bit so we thought that maybe it it would be you know kind of cool to go over what we know what we've seen in person and maybe answer some of your questions and kind of go down the conspiracy road i I can't wait and also we're going to talk about some superstitions. Okay, cool. I want to ask you about them. Very cool. So, I love talking about yeah. stuff like this. So welcome to episode 10, y'all. Thank you guys so much for being here. Whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or here on YouTube for the visuals, yeah. make sure you guys are subscribed. Um, we're here for you every single Monday. So welcome back. Uh, would it, did we say our names? I didn't even... Nope. Um, maybe you were off day. No. I'm David Cisneros, and this is my beautiful wife, Nikki Glamour. Hi guys, what's yeah. it? Welcome back to the His and Hers podcast, right. y'all. So um, before we get into this, I want to give you a special shout out. Mm-hmm. And this episode is brought to you guys by AdamandEve.com. If you have not heard about them, um, they are the number one leading in the market for lingerie as well as adult toys in the stores. They are known to help keep the spark in your relationship alive. So you can get anything from lingerie, Mm -hmm. bachelorette, bachelor party gifts, as well as any toys. You can get games. There's actually a board game that you and I are (laughs) going to be playing here soon. And it's called Monogamy. Okay, it's a play on Monopoly. It's like Monopoly. Yes, but instead of pulling cards to like, you know, gain property, you're like losing a clothing item or like you know you're doing something a little sensual so i can't wait to get it i'm gonna purposely lose (laughs) oh you're oh you see you have to be fair babe you have to like you have to play for real okay i'll play for real (laughs) you guys always ask how we keep the spark alive you know we 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 keep it we keep it interesting we keep it you know a little on your toes yeah we got to experiment a little bit so um definitely check out adam and eve thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of the his and hers podcast Definitely check out our link down in the description. You can check them out at adamandeve.com. Use our code HISHERS. You can get 50% off one item plus free shipping anywhere in the U.S. and Canada, folks. So make sure you take advantage of that, especially for Christmas. Okay. 50%. 50% off wow. of one item. It That's... doesn't matter which item, Dang. you know, it does not matter whether it's lingerie for your man's for Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. something a little cute, put a bow on it. But um, definitely mm-hmm. take advantage of this code yeah. now while you're Christmas shopping and get something cute for your boo. Thank you to Adam and Eve for sponsoring this episode of the His and Hers podcast. Now let's dive into the conspiracy of DIA. Yes. Let's get deep. As in underground. You don't. (laughs) That was such a good read. No lie, Nikki just barely went over that read like five minutes ago. Shut up. Don't be telling my secrets. (laughs) That's that's how good she is at this. Like (laughs) she's like, let me see. All right. She just comes through and does it like it's weird because I have to write it down. I can read it, but Mm -hmm. you see how you were sitting here and I have to write. Like I have information here about DIA and I have heard it and I have read it, but for some reason I have to write 
the things down yeah. for my brain to be like, okay, you've retained it. It's yeah, crazy. I think I'm that way too. Are you that way as well? Yeah. If, if, I'm pretty good. Usually if I read something, then I'll retain it. Mm-hmm. But that was when I was younger. And I was like, oh, <laughs> when you were when Yeah, you were, now I'm not you know? so young. So now I'm just kind of like, I don't pay that much attention. But well, maybe you didn't pay yeah. attention. If I write it down now, okay, good. let's not lie. So let's talk about DIA. So yes. D- y'all know I love me a good conspiracy. Beautiful airport. Um, yes, it is a gorgeous airport. Yep. It is a very from. Can, oh no, I'm sorry. Can I say that I get upset every time I land into DIA? Why? Because I get mad that other people get to fly into DIA and they go to like a nice airport when they get to their destination. You know, they're like, "Ah, oh, it's nice." Usually when I fly, I land in another airport and I just get kind of mad. I'm like, man. Because all the other airports are so, so janky in like, comparison. Man. No offense, y'all. But look, I come from Dallas. And so I can say this. DFW is jank. Look, okay. It's janky. Yeah. It is not um, updated. It's not modern. You know, it's a smaller airport. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was very confused as an outsider coming in. When I moved here years ago, coming into the Denver International Airport, the go big how or go home, baby. huge it was, you have to get on an actual train to get to baggage claim um, mm. because there are different concourses that it is yeah. huge. So it apparently is. by land mass alone, you guys, it is the biggest airport in the nation. It is twice the size of Manhattan, y'all, mm-hmm. here in Colorado. Um, and it is located about 30 minutes outside of Denver. So um, it was actually scheduled to be built and up and running in 1993. Yep. Now, the the price tag for this airport was already a whopping two billion with a B hard B dollars. Okay, it was a a two billion dollar budget to build this airport. Um, Now you being a native here Mm -hmm. in Denver, you remember the good old days with the Stapleton Airport. I do not remember you, the Stapleton you Airport. You remember the Stapleton. Why you lying? <laughs> I do not remember. Why you lying? Because if it was built in 1995, I didn't get on a plane until 2001. So, <laughs> I mean, I was a little, I was but a little do kid. you remember like planes flying near Denver? Um, a little bit. You do? Because yeah. apparently, you know, the original Denver airport was located was close, in Stapleton, man. which is super, super close to Denver. Yeah. And you actually mentioned in our other episode that it seemed right. like there planes were so close to, like, it was going to land on the highway Yeah, there's, there's pictures where, like, you're on the highway driving and there's, like, an overpass. And there's just like an airplane just going over the overpass. That's crazy. Like, if we can find it, we'll put it here yeah, for you guys. I'll, so you I'll definitely can find see. that picture. Like it was so close in proximity. Now I, I was, was like, not can you imagine this. Denver traffic? Oh my if god! There was a fucking airport it is already right there. So bad. It is already Denver yeah. traffic is already so bad because people moved here like an influx in what like 2014, 15. Uh, Shortly, yeah. It was after the legalization of marijuana. Yes. And um, all of a sudden, everybody was. Look, I moved here before it was tight. Okay. I moved here before it was cool. And so um, it was the minute that that happened, our our traffic was really, really bad. So I can't Mm. even imagine if they still had the airport in Stapleton. So there was a legitimate reason Mm. to want to move the airport. All the delays because. They could only get so many flights in and out yes. per hour. Right. 
There was not a lot there of There weren't many runways. Mm-hmm. So apparently, so like you know. like 50,000 hours in delays. They yeah, would they would have like planes that were circling around waiting for, you know, the right time to land. Mm-hmm. So there was, you know, issues with that and being able to fly in and out. So there was, that was the legitimate purpose to why they wanted to build this yes. new airport. That was a whopping $2 Make, million. Dollars. Makes sense for me. Oh, uh, to, to be clear, I don't, I'm on the fence about it. <laughs> You're on the fence about what? <laughs> You are not being clear at all. What are you doing? <laughs> to be clear, I don't know. You don't know. I'm sorry. I cut you off for that. I was going <laughs> to be more decisive in my statement. But I started thinking about like all the information. I was like, <laughs> there might be something there. Because at first, I was, at first, I was going to be like, you know what? I don't think there's anything there. But... There might be. Okay. (laughs) Don't pay attention to him. I'm telling y'all all all the tea. Okay. I'm spooked out now. So they decide to move to this middle of nowhere area. It's kind of by Green Valley Ranch. If you guys know anything about like the Denver area. So it's it's, like it's east. It's not west. So west is like where our mountains are. Like we're going towards Kansas. There is nothing over there. So they decided to have this huge amount of land Mm -hmm. and they started working on the construction of the Denver International Airport. Now like I said this was supposed to be scheduled to open in 1993. However, there were a lot of construction Construction issues apparently that caused major delays in the construction and in the open time frame for the airport to be, you know, open and up and running and having people fly in. So uh, there were so many delays, in fact, that the airport didn't end up opening up until February of 1995. So two years later, 16 months to be exact, from the original scheduled opening date. When 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 I talk about DIA, I kind of tend to lean towards like oh i don't think really there's anything going on do, well okay let's start with the this money part of by it asking do you think that there's a conspiracy with this airport that's what i was trying to be clear on okay well you were not clear <laughs> at all so i'll just go ahead and ask um i don't <sighs> okay well, I, okay maybe for the but you need to pick a side i am on you the side you cannot be on the for fence the, for the if you reasons... are going to be doubtful then say you okay. don't believe hold on but wait I think that there is something because of just the amount of money that they paid. Okay. So and also the buildings, that's undeniable. Right. So but yes for but for the other reasons why people think that there's something going on, I don't really agree with. But I agree that there's I mean, as Colorado, there's a lot of I bases think that there's shit, something so. a little bit sketch going on in DIA. Mm-hmm. I can firmly stand in that. Unlike you, I'm not on the fence. I think that there's a little bit there is something going on with that airport it is very weird it has such a weird feeling and i'll get into that a little bit further into this podcast but um i am not on the fence about this at all so you do think that there i think that there's something weird going on okay let's let's go over the information that we have and then at the end we'll we'll tell each other what we think is going on there okay cool so can i go can i go forward The airport finally opens up in February of 1995, but before that, let's let's rewind just a little bit before the opening of the airport because we're going to talk about this one thing and kind of go down some of the different 
weird aspects to the airport. Mm -hmm. um, about a year prior to the opening in 1994, I believe it was in March, there was a time capsule mm. put in one of the entrances. I want to say it's the east entrance of the airport. And there is a capstone. On this capstone, it's said to be open by the people of Colorado in the year 2094. And keep in mind, this capsule was put there in 1994. And it's supposed to contain memorabilia from that time to the people in 2094. And also, there's the name of the mayor at the time, the may, uh, the name of, governor. do you remember? It was the governor at the time, as well as the, the secretary, secretary of, of travel. travel. Um, his last name was Ricardo. Pena. Oh, you ain't got to say it. Yes, Ricardo, Ricardo Pena. Okay. Pena. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. So I had their names on the top and then it had like a quote like saying, you know, this is a capsule full of memorabilia. Basically open it at this time. And it had the Freemason logo yes. with so, the words New World Airport, Airport Commission. Commission. Yes. Yes. So Which the, set if, everybody off. If you don't know what the Freemason symbol looks like, it's yeah, I'll put it here for you guys. Mm -hmm. So this is right smack dab in the middle of the capstone. This capstone is very eerie to some people. And because of the the title that they put on this, which was New World Airport Commission. Mm. which apparently evidently actually with research from others i would like to tell you guys to go check out stephanie harlow's video on dia conspiracy yeah. she just watched it it was great so thorough man she did such a good job so if you want the ins and outs definitely go to her channel evidently yes. the new world airport commission does not currently exist it is not in existence it is no longer a group however hmm. back in 1994 it was Yes. Um, and it's kind of like a, a, a glorified party planning committee is what I got out of it. <laughs> I think so. Because right? it was like, it was only around between like 1988 yeah. so, to yeah. like 1996 or something like that. And they just kind of like right put together the whole like capsule ceremony. Yeah. And then they like pieced out yeah. and now they don't exist anymore. Have, yeah. So their names are on this capsule. That commission no longer exists. So there's this plaque and this capstone the new world order from the new world airport commission so people new have world. translated that to be a direct piece of evidence mm -hmm. that this airport was put together with the new world order i feel like people when they see the words new and world like conspiracy theorists it's like oh they're just like oh fuck yeah that's it is scary for me i get a little booty tight when you know i see I mean? those two words together well, like, you, can you be like, don't oh man you know i'm just kind of new to this whole world it's like oh, whoa what <laughs> did you say new world the new in that sentence <laughs> so i feel like that's just kind of like a trigger word do you not get a little nervous when you see new world like new world uh, yeah i kind yeah i do but do you know what the like, new world order is? Yeah, so it is going to be a universal government for the whole world where they're going to decide who gets to survive in this new world. Okay. And there's going to be only one currency for the entire world. They're going to save the world. It's basically just going to be a one world government when shit hits the fan. You're talking about this in first person. Are you involved in the new world order? Am uh, I, do I no. need to be aware of something? No, dude. They didn't do it now. Yeah, so it's supposed to be this. We have <laughs> yeah. these plans. I'm it's like, supposed to yes, go in effect on this what? year. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say anything. They do training for those people where they 
take them, like the officials that get selected to go into those bunkers, mm -hmm. they take them, like the vice president, the president, for six days, and they're told not to tell anybody where they're going, not even their wives. And if I was a part of that, you would have found out by now. <laughs> you damn skippy, I would have found out by now. There have been no way that I'd I could been come back your ass. after six days. Six days? And you're like, where the fuck were you? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't tell you. They'll kill me. I'm like, you'll kill me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I would kill you first. Yeah, because well, I, like, I wouldn't wow. believe you. I'd be like, oh, you got some secret work mission, I'm really? Like, well, that's what you're calling her? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was practicing for doomsday. Fast forward, 1995 comes around. The airport is up and running. They start taking incoming travelers and the airport is actually stunning you know outwardly and inwardly um the way that they built this airport obviously you know it is a four billion dollar airport or so they say and it is structured with these white tents um on the outside of the building and they're supposed to be reminiscent of the rocky mountains that are here in colorado um but they actually serve a bigger purpose than just you know appearance they actually create clean air for the patrons inside of the airport mm. and it's non-polluted air and it's said that those tents actually breathe and you can't really? hear it you can't see it but if you really look on the outside they do move and that's because they're working and they're generating oxygen for the people inside so oh, yeah. uh it is crazy because when i first started doing Just when like i first filter? flew into dia i was like what why is this this big because i told you before i got lost in dia so yes. then after that i really delved into the research of dia and why it was so big and why it was structured that way and when it said that the building breathed on mm. its own i was like the fuck like yeah. this airport breathes so yes it does breathe and uh, you were receiving probably the cleanest air ever inside of that building so that's pretty cool it is fresh um it has a huge security system you have to go through a huge security layout before being able to enter the terminals obviously um now let's talk about the inside of the airport airport inside of the okay. airport there are certain artworks that are on the wall um a few of which are actually infamous because mm. they what's the two murals it's it's four actually they're from the same artist mm -hmm. um the the two that are the most infamous are the ones in regards to quite possibly the end of the world and then the right. new world order so the two murals that are painted by leo tanguma mm -hmm. tanguma tanguma kind of a local chicano artist uh -huh. and he has the two murals that you're talking about the one you're referring to where there's like devastation with the soldier. Yeah, let's. What's that it one called? is called "Children of the World Dream of Peace." Okay, so that one is mm -hmm. the one. Can we? Should we describe the painting? We should first? describe the painting. So there's kind of like a green, a, a soldier dressed in green. It's very reminiscent of the Nazi <laughs> uniform. He has a gas mask on. Yep. Uh, he's brandishing a sword and a big ass gun. And then to the left of him, there's like a uh, like a wall or like a bridge of of women holding babies crying. They look like they look like they're dead. 
And then the uh, soldier's sword is actually stabbing a white dove. It's supposed to be the dove of peace. The symbol of peace, right? Yep. And then there's like a, a building and a wall on fire underneath him. And then the, there's uh, like kids that look scared or hiding or they're sleeping or something. They look like they're under right. the ground. There's, yeah, there's women crying mm, with like dead deceased babies. children in their arms. It is a very morbid very dark painting right. right and then on the other half of it so it is a two-part artwork so there's mm -hmm. one wall that contains this piece of artwork that we just described and then on the other wall right across from this one on the second half of it the soldier is dead mm -hmm. got he got dealt with and there's two doves sitting on his gun mm -hmm. and then there's a bunch of kids of a bunch of different nationalities and races and they are destroying his sword and they're all holding up a sign that says peace in many different languages mm -hmm. so there's a rainbow cascading across right. them it's very joyous and it's, celebratory yeah very like victorious mm -hmm. like there's peace and harmony so these two pieces of art are displayed in one of the main areas of the, the DIA Jefferson terminal terminal I believe. yes yep. um so it's a main point a lot of people see it i came across uh the the former painting um the one with the gas mask guy when yeah. i flew into dia that was the one that i saw first mm. and um it really it really was weird i think i was in a hurry i didn't really get to look at it that well but i just yeah. remember seeing it and what? being like what the is I that. think I think it would be weird if you just saw that one by itself and you didn't realize that it's a two part. There was another part to it that kind of explained the whole thing, but people think that this is kind of like a an outline or a map of how what's going to happen. Yeah, what is going to happen? So they think that that's in reverse, but uh, I, in reverse meaning that we have like, peace now. This is, yeah, this is what it is now, and, and then this is what it's going to be. This guy is going to come, and, right? You know, but I'm just like wreak havoc and there's gonna be like death and my my whole argument to that is one the world's not like that <laughs> so that is not what this world is and also the shit that's happening in the first painting with the soldier that shit has actually already happened like you know what i mean like this is some crazy scary fantasy it's shit that are literally already happened but let, let i mm -hmm. i present this question to you yeah why this type of mural in an airport? That's a good question. Thank you. It is it's great art. It's very powerful stuff, man. It and it There were complaints from patrons saying that this artwork scared their children. Because this isn't like Your children are soft. a little bit shut up. This isn't like a little bit you know weird this right. is dead children it's very this uncomfortable is guns painting, and yeah. swords and blood there are other murals by the same artist mm -hmm. that contain even more you know death in his murals but when but, he explains it though yeah you know because because he does explain what he meant with that painting and that was that this is kind of um the world and 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 the bad side of humanity mm -hmm. and that ultimately this is what the children dream of is, is peace um not 
not war. Okay. So I I do I do believe him that I don't think because he's like an older dude, mm -hmm. and I do believe that this is just how he's painted his whole life. And you, this is one thing I know you're not gonna tell an old Chicano dude what the fuck he's gonna paint. But <laughs> okay, your house so let's talk about the artist. Mm -hmm. He actually was hired, and they paid him a hundred thousand dollars. Yes to do these artworks for the airport. And there was, at, he did an interview where he did state that he had creative freedom over the entire concept that the airport commission did yeah. not, the New World Airport Commission did not give him any guidelines or tell him what he had to paint and that he did it all on his own. Mm -hmm. However, there is a journalist that apparently interviewed him before very briefly and he told her, Yes, they gave me guidelines to follow. And yeah. she said, okay, can I come by and interview you about this? And they had a scheduled time. They The meeting never happened. And then after that, he claimed that he had creative control over the entire thing. Yeah. So there, that is part of, part of the conspiracy where people are like, why did he say at first that he was given guidelines? Right. I, okay, let's I, riddle me this. Yeah. I know that this is, you know, an artiste. I know that this is the way that he does things. Okay, great. But you're not going to tell me that they are going to invest $100,000 into an artist and not have any guidelines whatsoever. Uh, I do think that there were guidelines in place. But I don't think that they're as crazy as people are assuming they would be. It was probably stuff like, just don't draw any dicks. Uh, no blood, no drugs, you, and because if you look in the painting, like but the, like swords, guns, and then children are fine. Yeah, but the like, soldier is stabbing not it off up, But there's no blood, baby. But the there are dead children in the other murals. There Assumed are coffins. To be, no, there are coffins with yeah. dead children in the next painting. They didn't say anything about that. Like I, I don't like if if some you know. But they had to have sense. known what kind of an artist he was when they hired him because. You're not going to hire, like, say you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to hire J. Cole because I think he can make this country song for me. You I mean, you could. I mean? Well, why? <laughs> I mean, it's not. So I'm, I think I'm just saying. They had like, an idea of what he brought to the table. I think that they had more of an idea than people want to admit about what is in those murals. And I want to know why. Why is that? You could have put pictures of planes, bitch. You could have put, you know, uh, Rocky Mountains and what, landscape. They, why you gotta do this? And then what we'd be doing a conspiracy theory about <laughs> why there's airplane pictures yeah, right, in the airport. Exactly. Why are they pointing east and not west? You know what I mean? Like we they're, could have been talking about something completely different. They're, they're, this is very morbid and very weird. Paintings. And then the second they painting. are beautiful paintings. I am not taking away from this mm -hmm. man's creativeness and and his skill, because God, these are beautiful paintings. But yeah. The appropriateness in this airport, I just don't feel like it's there. And also, I just feel like there were way other, you know, more eye-catching things for an international airport yeah. to have on its walls. That's all I'm saying. They That's could, saying. they could have went a different way. Yes, they could have. But I'm kind of glad they didn't. And 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 you know, DIA continues. They could have done done it a different way many, many times. Let's move on. Okay, so that's the artwork. The second painting, though, the one where he depicts. Uh, the destruction and the industrialization of the world and it's more of an environmental piece where like the world is pretty much on fire and birds and animals are in cages then in the second half of the painting and then dead yeah and dead. with children <laughs> allegedly coffins, dead allegedly in coffins okay okay and then the second half is 
there's sunshine, there are animals are alive. Oh, man. All the kids are around this mysterious glowing flower. <laughs> but what does the flower represent? Hope. And People think that the flower represents the new world order. Is it like their logo? Maybe. Man, they, you I, would know you're a part of it. So they don't know. know if this is such a secret society. They're doing a great job of branding. Look, I just—it's <laughs> a wonderful branding you had. Yeah, a, yeah, it's doing great. This marketing is great. Great design specialist. Yeah, but back to the painting. They did take down the paintings though for construction, allegedly. For a little bit, they're right back up. Are they back up? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that they went back up. Oh yeah, wow. they went back up. So because it wasn't. Uh, too long ago that I got my friend Christina from the airport. Do you remember when she came in for my bachelorette? Right. Um, when I went to go get her from the airport, mm -hmm. and this was in 2018, uh, the, the paintings were there. I actually stopped and, oh, really? and saw them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So they're back up. They're yeah, back people up thought they took them back because people were finding out too much. They were getting a little too close yeah, like to the, the conspiracy. Like the, like the New World Order was like, I'm going to put this here so they know. Then people start finding like, oh. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take that back. They're smarter than we thought. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, little so there's there at that, and also um, with the let's talk about the budget. The other conspiracy is in regards to why this was so expensive, why they needed two billion dollars extra than the original cost price, mm -hmm. and with the construction of the airport, there apparently were five buildings that were fully constructed and. Yeah. Somehow, some way, there was something wrong with the construction of these buildings. And instead of breaking them down, instead of, you know, just trying to maybe make them work or moving them around, they decided to completely bury them. These mm -hmm. fully constructed buildings, and they have them underground. Yeah. Um, there are, like, hundreds of miles worth of underground tunnels mm -hmm. beneath DIA that was originally built for a fast-paced baggage automatic type system. of system where it had conveyor belts and it could you know have your bags travel from terminal to terminal seamlessly but this thing was a complete failure you had bags dropping all off the conveyor belt people's things being getting all Pish. lost so the bones of that old system are mm -hmm. still under there not being used there are hundreds of miles worth of hallways not being used there's in, like chain link fences down there there like there are just weird areas down there i do wonder that are unused like i do wonder what the construction mistake was or what that mistake was that led to them burying it mm -hmm. like because as somebody who's worked in construction for a lot of years i would be curious to know like what was it where they're like, just bury this shit? And that's the thing. Uh, I remember, you know, going to David because he has worked in construction. And I was like, in what situation or circumstance would your lead decide, hey, we're just going to go ahead and scrap this? Meaning we're going to go ahead and bury it. Let me it. tell you something. It would not even be that simple. What I think would happen was, or what I, okay, so the DIA is obviously funded by the government. Right. So- like as far as privatized uh, buildings where you have private owners that if that were to happen and they're like, if they had to tear down a building, mm -hmm. they would either, it, it wouldn't happen that fast because I think it would go into, there'd be lawsuits, it would go into court. And so I think it would very much be delayed and maybe not even happen. And if worst comes, worst case scenario, they would just tear the building down. But just never 
buried. And in all of your years in construction, you've never heard of a building being buried. I've never heard of anybody burying an entire building. Much less five. <laughs> yeah, no, there that's five. insane. Five buildings. That is insane. In addition to these hundreds of miles mm-hmm. worth of tunnels that are not being yeah. used. So, um, you know, there are there. some more nefarious conspiracies that are, you know, mm-hmm. that are connected to this. The lesser is that maybe this is a bunker for presidents, for mayors, governors, for right. Supreme Court uh, justices, for, for people in power and politics um, in the event of an apocalypse. Def- that's, oh, that's something that's like not that I wouldn't even that crazy. And that's the aspect that I feel like is not a conspiracy. I feel yeah. like, you know. Colorado, if you really think about it, is so in the middle of the country. Hurricanes aren't touching us. Like, we're very blessed climate-wise here. We just get fires. Yeah, we get fires a lot. We get very dry weather here. But the mountains create a perfect safe space. Yeah, it's like a fortress, kind of. Yeah, and people Mm -hmm. are, you know, building bunkers in the mountains. And I I could see that. I could see if, you know, yes, a lot of military bases here. So I could see that if they're using maybe DIA as maybe like a hub to protect uh, the important elites, if something like that happened. And it was also said. I can't remember what the comment But yeah, there was a comment that's going to miss this by like 27 miles miles, yeah it was like like just in in reality it was by just a little bit the comet was about to hit us and we would have girl it would have been like wind no nothing (laughs) like spin us around a little bit so this day went by fast oh it's because that comet flew by by. so apparently um it said that when that comet was you know, scheduled to hit the earth that Obama was actually in town in Denver and they feel as though he was here to slip him uh, into the bunkers in the event that, you know, we all got hit with a comet and they wanted him to live. So there's that. I I don't feel like I don't, you know, my, my level of like believing this conspiracy isn't that that deep but in, right. in as far as you know could this be a hub for important people i could see that yeah it doesn't make any sense why it is so big it makes no sense why there there is so much area being unused down there i think oh uh, i think what they wanted to do was kind of give themselves room to grow so that's why it's kind of located where it is located Mm -hmm. i think and then the runways are spaced out so that you can have a plan on every runway at the same time going parallel simultaneously because i think on there's some sort of rule or code or something where if the runways aren't a certain amount of space apart from each other that i guess airplanes can't go simultaneously parallel with each other so they fixed all that with the runway that runways that they have now so you can operate every one of them at the same time so let's talk about the runways i'm going to put a picture up here for you guys this is another conspiracy if you look at this aerial view of the denver international airport without any sort of context you may see something that a lot of other people see when looking at it without any other information around it and that is a swastika there are so many people that see that i'm not gonna lie it came to mind when i saw it oh for sure and the airport Mm -hmm. 
uh, commission stated that it is not meant to be that shape, that it was supposed to represent a pinwheel for yeah. the exact reasons that you just stated for, you know, simultaneous landing, simultaneous takeoffs, and, you know, being able to have more than, you know, a few flights going in and out at a time, which does make it a very busy, um, busy and effective airport. Yes. You know, there's so many flights and it's international. So I get that. Yeah. Um, but it is it is shaped a little odd. I don't yeah. know if I necessarily it believe so it was to be like, supposed to be like, that. Like they presented it like scientists. They're like, all right, so this is going to be the most effective way mathematically and scientifically and physically way to go. Yeah. They're like, that's great. Bad side is from the sky, it kind of looks like a swastika. <laughs> It just happens to be the most effective way scientifically. So if anybody asks, just say it's a pinwheel. Hillary was it's on his own, I guess. Okay. I don't know. And then that's that's the other thing is why do people think that the new world order or like Nazis are gonna like run the world? These motherfuckers already lost. They lost. That's true. Nazis like why are you lose. afraid that like Nazis come back? Like all right, we'll just fuck them up again. Like <laughs> you know, come back like Nazis are back. Like oh okay. <laughs> But they've been working out. <laughs> they've, been, they've been getting their shit together, okay? Oh, no shit. They've been getting organized. Dude, they've, they've been, been watching <laughs> YouTube videos. They are, they've been watching all the tutorials. They're good. They have some good draft picks. <laughs> they, they've been, they got a new front office in there. They're looking pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised they beat you in this world war. I wouldn't get too comfortable. <laughs> clearly there's something there's there and i believe it's weird about it yeah for sure yeah. i just there's something weird about it so let's keep going so we have the aerial view that kind of looks like a swastika but they say it's a pinwheel so it, we're gonna it, go with that okay it doesn't look like a swastika and it definitely does <laughs> so uh besides that there were claims that there's barbed wire around mm -hmm. the airport which makes sense it's there you know a, a lot of land they don't want people you know going where they're not supposed to but it was said to have the barbed wire facing like inward instead of outward as though trying to keep people in and not out yep. and people use this as maybe evidence of the dia concentration camp going to be a concentration camp because it's so yeah. big uh it could house many many people there's all this you know all these tunnels and places underground that you could house people and put people in cages there's there's yeah. chain link fences fences down there yeah. so people are you know maybe they're like what is this like why and well, people um people also think that down in those tunnels that they're also gas chambers i've like heard there's, that there's pipes that run through it uh -huh. it's probably just sprinkler lines you know and i you i think you told me that because I, I i was like wait a minute mm -hmm. does this make sense and it's it's actually really helpful that you, you worked spouts, in construction you know? that like, oh, you were able gas. to like identify like, maybe that. but it could just be sprinkler lines that are mandatory in every building so. i mean i guess it's just like maybe like buildings that are necessary mm -hmm. but this is like a building that's not so I'm, I'm, this is I'm, super weird i am really curious to know what happened where they're like we just gotta fucking throw these buildings away right well it turns <laughs> throw out the whole buildings it away it turns out people you know going to dia in person there is barbed wire fence obviously but it is not facing inward it is facing outward the yes. way it's supposed to so that conspiracy has been squashed already yeah. um so moving on okay? okay so there's dia there's like new you world know, new world plaque in Luminati the front with like the the you know, so you have a time capsule there yes. you have some murals that are a little a little weird a little uh, morbid they're making me think a little bit too much i'm trying to catch my flight and i'm here 
trying to pick apart this painting, trying to figure out what it means. Is it the New World Order? Is Give it not? Puppy. Is it is it like a yeah. you, yes? It's just too You're much. Like, should I worry about this right now? Then is you it worth getting on my flight. Should I worry about like right? Then you have the runways that look like swastikas. Word. Then you have these tunnels that are not being used for anything. Mm-hmm. Moving on, right outside of the airport on Pena Boulevard. Yeah. When you fly in, y'all know, and if you don't know, I hate statues so much. Yes. And when I flew in to this damn <laughs> airport, it, I didn't even see it when I flew in. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But we drove past this. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was the creepiest, scariest, bone-chilling thing that I had ever seen. Mm. And he is called Blucifer. It was supposed to be called the Blue Mustang. They call him Blucifer. Yes. Because this fucking thing, huge. He's like, I want to say. 9,000 pounds. 9,000 pounds. He is blue. He is veiny. Okay. He got bulging veins everywhere. And he does not look like a nice horse and he's like mm-hmm. you know rearing up on his hind legs yeah I just did. and baby but this is a podcast baby they can't see your little beard <laughs> i forgot about you listening david's look, doing like this weird horse. like puppy dog stance and he thinks it looks like a horse and it's not you'll get it <laughs> when you see it so um it's reared up but what makes him extra special creepy is that he has glowing red mm-hmm. eyes and when i tell you glowing they yeah. put red led lights i did not know that they were LED in his lights. eyes the, i i did not know that either but i was like there has to be something because they are so bright it's not mm-hmm. even just like oh they're like a little red at night right, it's like it is like flashlights of red yeah and i was always like is that like marble or something yeah or it like is ruby? so it is not like inviting it's and not people welcoming. are afraid of the lights but I'm just like, I didn't know there are LED lights. Maybe we should take the remote from Julian's lights in the room. I'm like, has anybody thought maybe you just change the color? Like, yeah, see if we can control what it. What you want? Do you want blue eyes? Do you want green eyes? Like, right? What color eyes do you prefer your well, horse to have? Well, anything but that because it is very creepy. So yeah. the horse in itself is creepy. It I is not a welcoming figure. Like that is not something that, you know, is welcoming to people that are coming into D- DIA for the first time. But I, I marked it off as, oh, you know, it's it's a Broncos thing. Yeah, that's what that's, I always that's thought. That's what I thought. But it actually has nothing to do with no. the Broncos. There no. was an artist that created this horse, and he was actually well known. Jimenez. Jimenez, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he was a Latino artist. It was Luis Jimenez, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we'll have to fact check that. So um, this artist had done works before with large, large sculptures. That's what he Mm. specialized in. He actually has a sculpture outside of the Smithsonian. So he was very well known. And uh, the airport, the New World Airport Commission, hired him and paid him $600,000 to construct this sculpture of this horse. So he started on construction and um, keep in mind he's done this a million times and um apparently part of the horse mm-hmm. came off and hit him in the leg and severed an artery in his leg and he died yeah because of the horse yep. okay the horse was then completed by his son and that is the horse that is standing out front 
our airport right now. That so is Blucifer. He killed his creator. The horse was 13 years overdue because they kept delaying it. Oh, yeah. So it was already late as hell. Mm-hmm. The, the horse was. Uh, the, the whole sculpture was. And people think <laughs> that something happened. Either the horse is cursed or he was set up maybe murdered. Some people say that the yeah. horse like has the spirit of the artist inside of him. Maybe. And that's why he has glowing red eyes. Maybe, but I'm thinking if you're dealing with a structure that big, then obviously there's some construction aspects, elements to constructing this yeah. big ass sculpture. Because it's almost as big as a building. Mm-hmm. And so nine thousand pounds. And people are like, Yeah, he did this a million times. Well, in construction, that is a hazard. If you've done something a million times, what happens? You get complacent, you start cutting corners, and it makes sense that he was being rushed because it was so late mm. that he cut some corners and, you know, he made a mistake that ultimately he couldn't come back from. Yeah, so, so kind of digging into his background a little bit with this it artist, it sense. turned out that he was he was going through medical issues and health issues at the time that was causing him to miss deadlines with this with this Mustang. And it got to the point where he was being sued by the city because they had already paid him and they either wanted the money back or they wanted the horse now. And so I could very well see that he may have been in a rush and cut some corners. But at the end of the day, this thing killed its creator. Crazy. That that is a crazy story. And it is standing right in front of DIA. And it is the creepiest looking thing. I always thought it looked cool to me. And like you said, I just always assumed it was because of the Broncos. I was like, ah, it's a Broncos. Definitely not. So, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so if you were ever wondering about Blucifer, he actually doesn't have anything to do with the the NFL. He Mm. has nothing to do with the Broncos. He is not no mascot, okay? He is, you better take him seriously because you never know when he's going to strike again. And that's why I don't mess with statues, you see? You see? They're deadly. He wasn't even done They yet. are deadly. See? There's no way. That's why you shouldn't be messing with shit. You never <laughs> see a movie where a half-built statue comes to life. Well, look at what happened. Maybe. Next, we have some little friends in the baggage claim area. Have you ever seen them? They're gargoyles. Oh, they, I never saw them in person, no. They're these uh, stone structures. They're gargoyles, and they're like on a higher yeah. up pillar inside of uh, baggage claim areas, and they look like they're sitting in suitcases, and, you know, yeah. they're gargoyles. They're not like, you know, teddy bears. They're they're kind of creepy looking. Yeah, they, they look mischievous. Yes. and like um good. One of them's like this, you know, like yeah. it's just very weird. Like, like they'll put your toothbrush in the toilet. Yeah, kind of thing. Like or like put they're like, um, they're like the Sour Patch Kid. Like right. that's that's yeah. what they look like. But um, they're they are creepy. But they're said to mm-hmm. be like the like guardians, guardians of your baggage, yeah. apparently. Yeah, you remember the show Gargoyles? Yes, the cartoon. Yes, they're, and I remember, the I remember the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah, see, those, those, all those gargoyles are cool as fuck. I did not mess with them. I don't care. They're kind of statues. I don't care. And guess what? They could move. They could talk. They, I know that they Danny were nice DeVito and everything. That was, was one. really weird. That made me comfortable. I literally, I just, I can't do it. Why did they make the Hunchback of Notre Dame into a kids movie? I know. Who thought that was a good idea? I don't know. But if you think about it, a lot of the, the shows that we watched as kids are mm-hmm. really dark. Like, there's no way that movie could be released today as a kids movie. Like what happened? Like I got this good idea for a kids movie. You heard of the guy that does Les Mis? 
Victor Hugo. Right. Check this out. In the beginning, it starts off with a whore getting killed. <laughs> and then this guy adopts this monstrosity of, an, of a baby and just verbally abuses it forever. Then he makes friends with gargoyles. He lives by himself. Yeah. That'd be good for the kids. You know, we should probably do an episode on the dark Side movies and shows, shows that yeah. we watch. We should. That's we really idea, should. Actually. Let us know if you guys are interested in that. Okay, so the gargoyles the popping gargoyles. out of I'm yeah. pissed. I'm like, fuck, this isn't my, my gargoyles on a different <laughs> fucking <flight." laughs> It's It's just, uh, it's, it's a little thing. Some yeah. people have added that to the conspiracy that this is just like a really weird and dark airport. Mm -hmm. um, there, There's a lot of dark art in there i kind of like it though i mean don't like it? i don't mind it but i see why people are concerned with I'm, it i'm personally glad that they went with meaningful art they could have gone with meaningful art in other ways have, that doesn't depict rainbow? death that doesn't oh. depict Whoa. famine that doesn't depict cities burning <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> that but, doesn't you know i mean that's all stuff that has happened you know, like he's not portraying some dystopian. Oh my God, could you imagine if this shit happened? Like, Honey, there are so many things that have happened on this earth that are terrible that we should not be depicting. Okay. That's fair. In an That's a good point. Yeah, you're probably right. They probably they could have went a different I just feel direction. Like of all the things, but fine. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's as you know dark and sinister as people make it seem. Yeah. But um, now, lastly, I want to mm -hmm. talk about um, these plaques in the floor of okay. the airport, mm -hmm. one of which is actually located directly in front of one of the murals. Um, and it is it has the elements on there of AU oh. and AG. Yeah. What do those represent? Uh, one of them. Oh, you mean really? Yes. Uh, gold and silver. Gold and silver, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, that just looking at it, that's immediately what people it's, see. But it's like in a mining cart, right? That's right? what it looks like. It's in yeah. a mining cart. Some people believe that that's actually a symbol for a really terrible. It's it's a strain of hepatitis, yeah. and it's airborne. Um, yeah, I don't remember what it was called. Guy who created that strain of hepatitis, people thought that he had a tie into the New World Commission or something like that, mm -hmm, right? Yep. So they're trying to make that connection. I was just like, and they said that it. So conspiracy theorists believe that there's a reason why they put this symbol so yeah. close to that portrait to let people know that he has a gas mask on. Because this shit's gonna mm -hmm. be released out into the atmosphere, and all oh, y'all gonna die. Um, yeah. Because it's it's a, a deadly strain mm -hmm. of hepatitis, and um, so what what do you think about that? Do you think that that's that's sinister? Do you think or no. so, now let's keep in mind, yeah. Colorado yeah. is the it was the hub for mining back in the day that is why millionaires were moving here i did if you guys looked on my channel uh we did actually a video on riverdale oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the man that was the main subject of that story actually moved mm -hmm. here with you know he was a wealthy man and he moved here solely for the mining opportunities yeah. um so it's you know rich 
gold and silver and you yeah, know yeah. so it could be because colorado is known for that in the mountains i've worked on or mountain. it could mean that you know it's it's a it's a i, I think it, it has to do with that i really do strain of hepatitis i don't think it has to do <laughs> because the other thing too was like like that dude that made that strain of hepatitis like but he was like all right yeah i made all the disease i want to now to follow my real dream Getting to airports, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why a nice airport? But apparently, that guy there has been no proof that that guy has any connection to the airport. Yeah, there's no. So I'm just like hard nah. evidence of any of these t things yeah. tying together, and really pointing to the new world order or any sort of you know apocalyptic plans. Mm -hmm. I do think that DIA is way too big than it should be. Mm -hmm. I think that maybe it is a two billion dollar airport but i'm wondering where the other two billion went there's something there for sure there's right there's too much money for there to not be yeah there's i, I think money. that maybe they're building other things underground maybe. i think that maybe they're you know and i don't know if it's necessarily with the plan in mind to like destroy humanity i just think that it's yeah. about saving their ass and not ours and it's like a pot people think it's a population control bunker yeah much. yeah and uh, i don't know if maybe. i believe that necessarily yeah. but i want your thoughts on this um because you know i think that there are elements to dia that maybe we have missed maybe. or maybe we didn't dive too deep into but we i think we're running up to an hour here uh before we do that as you all know that friday was the 13th <gasps> yes and in friday 2020 the 13th. no yep. less yeah so, I'm surprised we we lasted. We we lived through it. Would you consider yourself a superstitious person? In certain ways, yes. Yeah. What are some of your superstitions that you have personally? I don't like walking under ladders and I don't like you know how if we're walking down the street and there's a pillar, mm -hmm. I don't like us going separately around it. Oh yeah. I, I need us to go we can't one way split or the it. other. Exactly. We can't yeah. split it. If Definitely. um I don't the mirror thing i think like i just i don't like messing with mirrors breaking mirrors yeah breaking mirrors and i don't look in mirrors at night me neither i refuse me neither. i walk but i'm gonna be honest i have walked underneath so many ladders david why because i worked in construction oh uh-huh and ladders are everywhere and sometimes the only way to get to where you need to go is underneath a ladder and the first time i had to do it i was like Okay, baby, but that. you've actually had bad luck. Explains it. But like straight up. Well, yeah, maybe I need to do something to balance it out. So Don't be walking under ladders. I have a couple of superstitions that I want to go over with you to see if you've heard of them or if you believe in them. Okay. And feel free to comment down below if you've heard of these or what your thoughts are on, on them. Or if you have any superstitions that I don't mention, Yeah. please feel free. Uh, this one, I, I do believe, or kind of I do follow is... Do not place two mirrors opposite of each other. So creating like the infinite Ooh, yeah. reflection thing. Uh-huh. Um, I've never I, I've never done it because of it's always made me feel uncomfortable, but apparently it's the infinite reflections are um believed to be a doorway for the devil. Really? Yeah. So people in Mexico believe this. 
So they believe that having an infinite uh, reflection creates a doorway for the devil to come in. Oh, no. Then we're not doing that. No, no. <laughs> but you, have you ever thought about that? Have you never? Mm -mm. Really? No. I was like, no, that's weird. I've never thought about that. Mm. Wow. Uh, never stick your chopsticks straight up. Why? Uh, apparently, poking chopsticks down is a big no-no in Japan because they look like an unlucky number, which is number four mm -hmm. in Japan. Mm -hmm. So when you put them down like that, I guess it resembles that number. So they believe that that's bad luck. And then also don't point your chopsticks at people. <laughs> yeah, that's not point your chopsticks at. That's rude. Uh, what about this one? Give a penny if you've received something sharp. Give a penny if you receive something sharp. Mm -hmm. Like what? Like a uh, pair of scissors or knives. And where do you put the penny? I don't... If who you who are you giving the penny to? You give it back to the person who gave you the knife. Because apparently a blade can supposedly sever a relationship. So if you value the relationship with that person, you give them a penny. And I don't... I guess giving somebody knives or scissors as a gift is bad luck okay but i like me a good set of knives so like don't let that stop you from gifting me a good set of knives <laughs> well no that's fine you gotta give a penny back i don't know i guess it makes it an even i don't know this you know how many times i have to ask you for scissors to like open things i'm not gonna have a bunch of pennies in a little bag and a little you know satchel and i'm like oh hey you gave me the scissors yeah. thanks let me give you a penny <laughs> what the fuck is this don't go right home after a funeral why uh, it's apparently it's a Filipino tradition, and it pretty much says that if you go home after a funeral, there be a bad, there could be a bad spirit that might tag along and follow you home. I feel like I've heard of so, that somewhere, but we've definitely not, we have not listened to that. My whole thing, like if you go, say we're like, oh, what are you doing after this funeral? Like I'm going home. Like no, don't do that. Come with us to Chipotle, and then the spirit <laughs> will have to be forced to get off here. Like. Hey, man, you gonna call, come with me to this guy's home? Nah, bro, I only got one stop. This is where I gotta get off at. So, just spending eternity in Chipotle. In which, Chipotle. by the way, is a dream for me. Right? Like, where can I be that spirit? You wouldn't even, like, try to haunt me or come find me. You'd go right to a Chipotle. Wherever there's burritos, I'm wow. there. Okay. So, it's kind of... I'm not trying to make fun of their superstition, but... Yeah. Uh, That's it different. Doesn't, it doesn't check out to me. I feel like a spirit could be like, I'll just wait. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I got you, you next home. time. Yeah, you got to go home eventually. Yeah. So I'm not really... I feel like I've heard that, though. Avoid sleeping with your head to the north. Have you ever heard of that? No. I'm, I'm thinking if I do that, but I, I don't. So we, why? We sleep, we sleep with east. our head to the west. Wait. Yeah, west. Wow. You're right. You're right. Directionally challenged? I was trying to think of where the mountains were. You're right. <laughs> I'm right. right. As for you. Uh, well, according to Japanese superstition, sleeping with your head in this direction is bad luck because that's how the deceased are laid to rest. So do not sleep facing north. Whoa. Yeah. Weird. Avoid sleeping with your head to the west. Oh my God. Where can you sleep with your head? We're just going to have to sleep standing up. Stick with me. I'll show you the way. <laughs> Shut up. Obviously I don't know which not. way. <laughs> you and my best friend have like terrible sense of direction. Uh, who Khadijah does? Mm -hmm. She has uh, terrible sense of direction. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. When you've lived if here your whole life, if I got lost Khadijah, we would be lost forever. Like if you've lived here your whole life, pretty much, your sense of direction is shit. If you go anywhere else, yeah. 
you just kind of spoiled. In Africa, somewhere, if you sleep with your head to the west, it's bad luck. No, no reason. No reason was given. Got they just it. said it was bad luck. Okay. So we just got sleep standing up. Got it. Yep. I, I you know, it, it helps with the blood flow anyway. So yeah. we'll just go ahead and do that. There's an Egyptian superstition that if you see or hear an owl, terrible news is coming. <gasps> I hear owls. I've you heard do? owls before. I hear owls. Yeah. I've never seen one though. I don't think I've ever seen one. They are very mysterious. I mean, they're nocturnal. So. Yeah, they're nocturnal. And I'm asleep I love owls. by nine. <laughs> Every day. So we're just missing each other. Really. <laughs> yeah. I but think I, owls I, are cute. Yeah, they're great. Some days are dumb. <laughs> don't get a haircut on Tuesdays. It's worse luck if I don't get this haircut. Right? <laughs> you guys share. What are some of the weirdest superstitions that you believe in or that your family believes in? There are some crazy Mexican superstitions and like beliefs that mm-hmm. I think that would be like kind of cool for us to go over in our next episode. Yes. Um, like what our families believe like that are the same and some things that might be different from each other. What do you think? Because I, I can like get a that. hold of my grandma tomorrow. Because she she believes in like there's so many things that Mexican grandmas especially. We're going to talk about La Llorona. La Llorona. We can talk about La Llorona. Ooh. Oh, here's mm-hmm. another one. Okay. Go to the hospital on Wednesdays. Uh, an old wives' tale states that the best day to go to the hospital is in fact on Hump Day. Why? I. <sighs> I don't know. Is that when the good doctors work? I don't know. It's midweek. I don't, I don't know. know. Everything's be... balanced. Like if I get shot on Tuesday, I'm like, I gotta wait. You gotta wait until Wednesday you because it looks really you're gonna bad. have shit, shit luck today. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. If you get shot on Tuesday, you're like, oh, if I don't go, if I wait, I'm gonna have bad luck. Yeah, exactly. So you already got shot. I got, Just I go to the hospital. Tomorrow, so I don't have bad luck. I think luck. Just sitting there bleeding. <laughs> like, I think your luck's already shot to go. that is it for today's episode you guys thank y'all so much for coming to join us for episode 10 this was so much fun i Mm. love talking about conspiracies superstitions just like kind of weird things here and there don't forget thank you to our sponsor adam and eve definitely check them out adamandeve.com again our code is his and hers you can get 50 percent off one item plus free shipping anywhere in canada and the u.s baby don't forget also if you are new here definitely hit that subscribe button we would love to see you back here every single monday because that's when we upload hit that notification bell so you're not missing out on any new episodes and make sure you follow us on social media you can find us at the his ex hers pod on instagram you can find me at nikki glamour on instagram twitter at the nikki glamour and i'm on twitter and instagram at i'm david cisneros it's the same for both thank y'all so much for being here we love y'all we have so much fun talking to y'all and we will see y'all to start your week off right on monday peace out